Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are once again listening to We Play RPGs, which frankly at this point you should know because either you've been listening to us for months now, or you're just joining in and you know which podcast you subscribe to just now. But anyway, I'm your host, Eli. And I'm Abby and I play Flint. And I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode is brought to you partially by my incredible desire to constantly create things so that I don't have to think too hard, but also by Metallic Dice Games that makes incredibly pretty dice that we have been using for this past episode and this episode. And they're so pretty. Dice go clack. Dice go click clack. (laughs) Three out of four players have literal math rocks. Yeah, you're not wrong. Because Jason, Abby, and Ashley have their gemstone dice from Metallic Dice Games, which I forgot to say the code on our last episode. Oh. But if you go to their website and use the code play it forward, you get 10% off. And considering some of the gemstone dice are only about $30 and some of them like my amethyst dice are a hundred dollars. That 10% goes quite a long way. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're so good dice folks. So good dice. <laughs> and we are also brought to you by found familiar coffee, which fun fact I am drinking right this moment. Fantastic. And if you go to their website, you can use the code PLAYITFORWARD to get 10% off. They have a subscription option. The code doesn't work on the subscription option, but to be honest, it's still worth it. If you drink a lot of coffee or like if your whole household drinks coffee, it's worth it to get the subscription if you, even if you don't get the code. You'll get bougie with your coffee. It's so good. Yes. I can't go back. Now, if you want to go the subscription route, you can go to foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward. You won't get a discount on the subscription route, but I mean, at the very least, we'll continue to get to be affiliates with them because they'll be like, hey, you remembered for once to say the fucking code, you dipshit. Anyway, in our last episode, guys, we're about to fight an earth elemental. Great. So once again, initiative. The thrill of battle. What fun adventure awaits me with my dice? Shit nuggets. This time I will ask you what you rolled. Roscoe. Nine again. Oh boy. Rovarth. I rolled my first natural one. Ooh. So what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. It means I have a a four. Oh, four. Okay. Margo. I has a 13. And Flint. I I got a 16. <laughs> I'm going first. Right. I'm not sure I like that. I understand. The rubble that has come means... alive and is trying to kill us. It's fine. Yep. 
which from your angle you can kind of see, but you go first. I can sort of see it, you said, right? Yeah, if you want to just take a quick five foot step, you'll be able to you'll be able to see it. It'll still be hard to hit with like a ranged attack because your entire party is in your way, but you can see it. Okay, so I'm going to hit it with a firebolt because lightning bolt is too dangerous in the current configuration we're in right now. Yep, you would kill everyone. And I don't want to do that because I like these people. They're my family and I love them. That's fair. And that is a 22. That will hit. Ha ha. (laughs) 11. 11 Fire damage. All right. You hit it and it clearly hurt. Like it was affected and it is on fire, but it doesn't seem to hurt a lot. Oh boy. Uh. Which is hard to say without an arcana check. You don't really know anything about earth elementals. I mean, can I do that as a free action? Sure, I'll give that to you. 25. I'm rolling really good right now. Holy shit. What you know is that earth elementals are vulnerable to thunder damage because their form is comprised of inanimate stone. They are immune to poison damage. They also cannot be exhausted. They cannot be paralyzed. They cannot be petrified, poisoned, or knocked unconscious. They are resistant to all non-magical damage. And while they are not resistant to fire, they just, they're just incredibly tough. Hmm. Oh boy. Anything else you'd like to do? Scooch behind the party. <laughs> well, you're already there. Yay, so I don't have to move. Oh, boy. (laughs) Nope. It is now the elemental's turn. So it takes, walks 10 feet forward, and will begin to attempt to bludgeon Margot to death. Oh, okay. Remember, lasting damage, unless that doesn't count here. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, it does. So let me mark that real quick. You're fist fighting a faceless version of Korg. (laughs) Yep. No, it has a face. Oh, it does. Okay. It's expressionless. Yeah, it is expressionless. 19 versus AC. Oh, it hits me. Luckily, it rolled poorly, so it only did nine damage. Oh, thank God. Legending damage. But it swings its other big fist and hits with a 22 and does 14 bludgeoning damage. Well, damn. That's a lot. And that is its turn. (laughs) It's made of stone. What you expect? (laughs) So it is made of stone. It is a large-sized creature, mm-hmm. so it is nine feet tall and probably six feet wide. Oh, my. And it's built kind of like a gorilla or an ape, you know, so it has real long arms. Mm-hmm. But it is Marco's turn. All right. I didn't like that. Can I challenge it, or does it not have the ability to, um, like, is it? I'm fairly certain you can. Yeah, you can challenge it. Its intelligence is five. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and challenge him. And I I think it was eight plus. It rolled a natural 20. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I know your challenge DC isn't 20. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, I am going to go ahead and roll using the dueling bright energy Mm -hmm. sword. 
and I got... I like to imagine that what happened in this moment is Margot is like, hey, motherfucker, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? And it just went, no. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. So then she just runs at him, and she got a 19. That will hit. So she's running up, and she's going to stab him in what would be his stomach. Mm. And uh, 12 damage for that. Oh. And... She got a 15. Does that hit? No. Okay. So she goes to swing so, and misses. Yeah. The the thing to remember is this thing isn't is made. Its body is just kind of like these bricks that the building is made out of. Mm-hmm. So as you're hitting it and as it's moving, the bricks are shifting. Mm-hmm. So on that second attack, you just by pure happenstance manage to slice between the bricks. Oh, that sucks. And not really do any damage. Mm-hmm. Now... <clears throat> I have a reaction that's a dodge. Do I have to say that I, like, after I'm done with my yes. turn, do I say that I want to take no. that? So the way that, that a reaction works uh-huh. is it is in response to something else. Oh, okay. So basically, when I say, oh, he got a 22 to hit you, you can say, I use my reaction to dodge and force him to roll again to see if he rolls lower. I didn't know that. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's what your protective leather armor does. Okay, cool. All right, well, I am done with my turn then. It is now Roscoe's turn. Basically, the scene right now is right in front of... You are still in the kitchen. Okay. And there's an open doorway, then Rovarth, then Margot, then the Elemental. All right. So you could move into the room if you wanted to, but you don't necessarily have to. All right. I blinked for a moment. Who got hit? Was it Margot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will move in the room so I can cure wounds on Margot. Okay. I did it at level two, so Margot gets 13. All right. Thank you. And make sure to keep track of your spell slots. I am. Cool. Anything else? That'll be all. All right. Rovarth. Rovarth has not been informed, so Rovarth is going to Eldritch Blast. All right. All right, well, that's 8 plus 7, so 15 to hit. You hit it, but the blast just kind of ineffectually glances across it. All right, I'll do it again. That's much better. That's an 18. That will definitely hit. For four force damage. I rolled a (laughs) 1. Oh, Rovarth. Anything else? I will dodge. Okay. It is Flint's turn. I yell out real quick, Oh god, it's a North Elemental! And then I'm going to... Dang it. So, I was going to say Lightning Bolt, but like that's a bad idea. So, yeah, Firebolt Rovarth again. Yeah, Rovarth and Margo are still in between. Yeah, Firebolt again. Okay. 17? 17 does not hit. Dang it. It would normally, but unfortunately, your aim was thrown off because of Margo and Ro- and Rovarth in your way. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Anything else? I would like to move up a bit. How much? Because you have five feet before you're in Rovarth Square. Mm, I can't really move up much, can I? I mean, you could move into the room if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm gonna move into the room a little bit, then to the side. Like, I'm going to go in and slide against the wall to the 
to the right. Yeah, you. So what's where you are right now is Rovarth's in the doorway. Margot is in front of Rovarth, face to face with the elemental. Roscoe is in the north corner, and Flint is in the south corner. Mm. And the it is now the elemental's turn. Okay. And he will continue to swing at Margot because she has done the most damage to him. Oh yeah, he also takes three damage because of the fire. So one big fist, twenty-three to hit. Had you dodge? All right. Yay. That is instead a 21 to hit. (laughs) Um, Still hit me. (laughs) For 12 bludgeoning damage, which, if it helps, the first attack was 16 bludgeoning damage. Oh, I'm glad that I'm glad that I had that reaction. And you said 12 (laughs) damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it swings at you again. Uh, Now you can't use dodge again because you only get one reaction a turn. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it only got a 14 this time. Yeah, that misses me. All right. It is now your turn. Okay. Well, I am going to use my brilliant energy dueling sword again. So she dodges and then comes at him again from the side. And she gets an 18. That'll hit. All right, cool. She stabs into his side with 10 damage. All right. And... You guys are starting to do some damage now. Yes. And I got a 23 to hit. I'm going to give you that one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fair. (laughs) Better. Nine damage. As a treat. (laughs) Nine damage. All right. So... Margot, you know, is is trying to avoid getting hit by these fists that are as big as she is. Mm-hmm. And you slash twice into its weird rubble body. Mm-hmm. And it roars is an interesting word because it mostly, it opens what is functioning as its mouth. And the sound of these, you know, three foot by one foot bricks grinding together Ew. comes hate... out of its mouth. Ugh. I don't like that sound, but I'm imagining it makes my, it like, I imagine something like a chalkboard. No, it's not quite like that. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody listening at home wants to kind of see what that sounds like, just see if you can find audio of an avalanche. Oh, okay. That. That sounds better to me. I like to imagine, like, through the cracks, her, like, the energy from her sword just kind of shines through when she stabs him. Yeah, probably. Cool. Well, that's all. Is there anything else you would like to do? Nope, that's all for my turn. All right, Roscoe. All right. I know what I want to do, but I... Just two things real quick. First of all, is Margot the only person in front of me? Yes, Margot. Well, why are you asking if there's anyone in front of you? I guess is my question. Before I do anything, since Ab, since I'm Flint said Earth Elemental, can I make an Arcana check to determine what hurts an Earth Elemental? Sure. Because actually, I just realized my character still doesn't know anything, and that is a twenty. Okay, you know that they're immune to poison damage. They're they can't be exhausted or paralyzed or whatever. They're resistant to non magical damage, and they are vulnerable to thunder. And thunder is the one thing I can do. 
unless you want to spend a bardic inspiration to exclude Margo, you would have to take a step forward. I will take a step forward because I'm going to save that bardic inspiration. Okay. I do need you to look up my character because I wrote down everything except what the DC check is. I know it's 16, but I don't know the skill. Oh, if it's... It needs to make a strength save. Even if it makes a strength save, it'll take half. (laughs) Yep. Which it definitely does. Which I figured, but... Ooh, that's nice. So it's going to take... After I have it, it takes seven. Thunder. All right. And because it is vulnerable, it takes 14. All right. That's good enough for me. So yeah, when when Roscoe does that thing that you guys have all become familiar with, he speaks a word that none of you can hear. And there's a moment of silence as this concussive force just shoots out from Roscoe's mouth. This thing's form actually kind of... It, it looks like a because it's made of square or rectangular bricks, it actually kind of looks like a cheap 8-bit mm-hmm. glitch. And then its form comes back together, and now it's paying attention to Roscoe. It's a fair uh, call. Is there anything else you would like to do? No. <laughs> okay. Rovarth. Rovarth is... Um, you know what? Just stick with what works, I guess. Well, that was a good decision. That's a natural 20. Eldritch Blast. Oh, yeah. Nice. So I need to roll this. So correct me if I'm wrong. I roll the d10 twice and then add three to it, correct? Yep. Okay, because Agonizing Blast gives me the three. So that's five plus six is 11 plus three. So that's 14 damage on the first. Okay. And then I'll see if I can hit him again. Which, that is 16 plus 7. So, B. Yep, that'll hit. Math didn't work there for a second. And that's max damage, so 13. All right. As I'm just like, just go back to your rubble. (laughs) Get in your home! Yeah. Uh, Flint, it's your turn. Hooray! Okay, so... I think last I checked, I wiggled a bit into the room. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what I want to... You guys are so lucky this thing is so stupid. I know, right? I'm very glad it didn't try to kill me. Anyways, I want to try to move to the side a bit so I can get a clear shot to cast Lightning Bolt you... without hitting someone else. But I don't think I can You do... have a clear shot, but you don't have anywhere to move. You are in the corner. Okay. I have a clear. Yeah, you have a clear shot because it is a large creature. Okay, so that's uh that's a twenty four, and I have to take this at fifth level. So twenty four damage. No, that's a twenty four to hit. That's not how lightning bolt works. Oh, it's not. Okay, sorry. Okay, it's a, well then. It's a save versus. Okay, then I need to hold on. Let me get my. Uh... It is a dexterity save. Yeah, they'll have the B to 15, but give me... Does it fail or not? It fails. Jeez. That is, uh... Because you have to cast it at 5th level. That is 10d6 lightning damage. Jesus. 
Okay, I'm like two. I'm like two d8 short right now because I don't have my other dice bag. D6. <laughs> it's, it's d6, not d8. Oh, d6. Well, then in that case. <laughs> Just roll one die at a time, like the rest of us plan. <laughs> no, that was your own fault for not buying a ton of dice like me. Well, no, I have a ton of dice. I just don't have it on my desk right now. I mean, I could have bought more dice, but I purchased coffee. I like how I could tell in that rolling sound exactly when the metallic dice hit. <laughs> because it was a heavier sound than everything else. Mm-hmm. That's 40 damage. Well, it had 31 hit points. <laughs> I just toast this so poor motherfucker. Flint slides this, you know, this copper tube out and pulls the lid off, and the or I imagine you pull the copper tube out and shake it a little bit, and then open the uh, you agitate the lightning, and then open the lid, and this bolt of lightning shoots out and just explodes this elemental and destroys what was left of the cabinet and slightly melts the wall behind it. You hear a loud boom and <laughs> this thing just fries. Yeah, and it just collapses into the rubble tw- uh, twents it came. <laughs> well done. Marga, are you okay? Yes. Sort of. I need help though. I am down to 34 hit points. No. Well, I mean, the room you're in is pretty defensible if you close the doors. Can we just so take a long rest? if you guys wanted rest? to take a... Uh, you can take a long rest, rest or a short rest. That's up to you guys. I mean, yeah, it's up I, to the... I think we can uh, stand to take a long rest right now. Honestly. I think it's been long enough. Very well, but we will still set up some watches throughout yeah. the rest. Oh, yeah, of course. Now, I got bit by the vampire and my maximum hit points went to 67 with a long mm-hmm. rest does that go away yeah it goes away after a long rest oh thank god <laughs> so your hit points would go back up to 82 yeah because they're at 67 right now that's really good because mine was also reduced by the vampire yep so what's our watch order real quick i can go last if that's cool that's fine. I'll take third watch. I'll take first. All right. So who's first? Me. All right. Roscoe, it's pretty easy for you to take first watch because this place is silent. And it is very unnerving. And it's also unnerving because you did grow up in a place not too different, like in a building in a home for you anyway, not too different from this. All right. A little bit more militarized than this place seems to be. And it's just uncomfortable. Right. To to think of how easy it is for a place that clearly meant so much to so many people to be a place of death. Right. And you you feel like you nod off for a moment. And when you awake, there is a, uh, a halfling woman kneeling on the ground, not far from where you're sitting. And make a make an intelligence check really quick. I will do so. 
15. Okay. It it takes a moment because you you have this moment of panic. And then you she looks you in the eyes and you calm down because you realize that is a pair of eyes and a face that you have not seen since you were three years old and your mother died of fever. Mm. And she says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I left you. Roscoe's lip sort of trembles and goes, I, I wish we had more time. I thought the church would care for you. I didn't think that they would make you a weapon. What? I'm not a weapon. I am an aid against evil. You are. Yes, I... You have done so much good for so many people, but... All I ever wanted was for you to be happy. Are you happy? Roscoe at first almost immediately says yes, but then pauses for a moment and goes... Content is the best I've succeeded at so far. You've built a lovely family for yourself. They are good and loyal. We are friends. I think they would follow you anywhere. I think that they trust you. Not to lead them astray. Roscoe nods and goes, and I do my best not to. And she reaches over to touch your face and then stops as if she's waiting for you to give her a sign that it's okay. Yeah, Roscoe doesn't do a verbal sign, but Roscoe just, you know, does a nod, you know, nods and leans forward a bit. Yeah, and she rests her hands against your hand against your cheek and brushes away a tear that you didn't really realize was starting to fall. And she says... I am so proud of you. Just remember that. And you need to wake up. And she says then, before you can say anything, you jostle yourself awake. (gasps) And you realize that it's about time for you to wake Flint for his watch. We skipped over the second watch entirely? I thought you said you were second watch. Whoever was second watch, you realize it's time for them. Yeah. Roscoe um, wakes up Rovarf, and Rovarf, just for your perspective, Roscoe has that look of someone who has seen a ghost. What's what's wrong? Nothing. Just dreams, and <laughs> sometimes some dreams have more meanings than others. Ain't that the truth? Seeing as we're here on a dream, but you get your rest. I will. Yeah, and uh, nothing else happens for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. Unless Rovarth wanted to try to reach out to Sergeant Flynn. Has it been a week? Actually, I believe it has. All right, then yes. All right. You're able to reach her. She is asleep. And I'll pretty much just tell her where we are, what we're doing. Just, you know, regular weekly update. Okay. That way she knows I'm still alive. She lets you know she's trying to keep the kids out of trouble. All right. And of course, that's a... uh, Full-time job, even for two people. Yeah, and Yarsel is there helping her. They're glad to know. 
that everyone's okay. They were pretty scared for a while. Well, that's why I'm trying to do these updates. So I'm saving I'm saving my spells for you. <laughs> that sounds so cheesy, but that's that's that it it means a lot. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm so glad it's, I'm asleep for this. <laughs> it's fine. It's my dream. Yeah, some yeah. dreams mean more than others. I know, I know. <laughs> yep. And you realize that her dream this time is your home. Mm-hmm. But while there are still signs of like Hilda and Amir and Waden and the other child whose name I've forgotten. Kieran. Kieran, thank you. There's no sign that Flint or, or Margot or Roscoe live there anymore. Oh. You know, there's still the pictures of them and things like that. And, but it it's like you have made, in this dream, this is your home. Aw, that's so sweet. And I imagine for the rest of your time asleep, you're just there with her. Yeah. But yeah, you guys wake up in the morning after a good rest. Uh, Rovarth and Margo are feeling a lot better. Excellent. We should Everybody- made me cry and my eyes sting now from mascara. I am upset. <laughs> <laughs> Upsetty. <sighs> Everybody have a good rest. Yeah. I'm I'm still hungry though. <laughs> oh. That is true. You guys have gone well, no. Uh you were able to restock your rations. Uh with I don't believe I said that before, but you would have been able to uh restock with the help of the uh forever bear good forever bear oh thank god i'm so happy right now um same very same well it's very helpful that bears have a very similar diet than that humans do no kidding fun fact until humans started to be more agrarian despite the fact that humans and bears existed in the same ecological niche they never really fought each other i mean this makes sense given well, who would fight but, a bear? Can't yeah. a bear run like 35 miles an hour? Something like that. But anyway, you guys exit through that north door. And yeah, you're you're pretty sure that the hallway you guys were in before circles around. To the north, the hallway goes north. To the west, the hallway goes west. You guys are in kind of a corner. About 25 feet ahead of you, you can see a set of open double doors leading into a room to the north and a large alcove to the south. Do we want to investigate the alcove? I am all for the alcove. Sure, that sounds good. All right. I got a 23 investigation real quick. You don't need to investigate. Oh, okay. Or you don't need to roll. It's The alcove just leads to a set of large stairs leading up. More stairs. What floor are we on? The first floor. The oh. ground floor. Man, so it's got, you said it was four stories tall? Something like that. So it's got three stories up and one story basement, at least. We have so much to explore. Which actually, if anyone is trained in religion, they can go ahead and roll religion. Actually, I think I am. We know that, Margo. Yeah, I am. I rolled a 19, so that's 23. Okay. You're fairly certain that the stairs leading downward are probably a crypt. Modern. Church of Alindra, they do sky burials. 
where they just let the birds pick the corpse apart, you know, kind of a return to nature sort of thing. But the era in which this temple would have been built, they would have been doing actual burials in, underneath the temple. But yeah, it's probably been two or three hundred years since the last time they would have buried somebody underneath the temple. So here's my question. With what I know about the Monastone... Manastone? Manastone, because I can't remember whether it was brought here or whether it was here. Would I know where they would put it? So what you know about the Manastone from before is that it was in the possession of Mana in the Hells, but it doesn't want to be in her possession, mm-hmm. so it is. it managed to get lost. And you'd have to make a history check to know when it might have ended up here. Because what the spirit inside of the stone wants is for someone to release it. Okay. So anytime someone fails to do so, they just, it gets itself lost again. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'll make a history check. All right. (sighs) The whims of my dice. That's a four. You have no clue. Yeah, I, I, I don't it, think it might Rovarth have gotten here like fifty years ago. Yeah, Roborth has no idea. It wants to be lost. Roscoe. Yes, good sir. What What do you know about this temple? Ed? Like, do you know what the other floors might be? Religion check. Um, or history. We'll do history. Lucky day twenty two. Cool. Most of the other floors are going to be dormitories. There will be some storage, and the higher up you get, the more extravagant the rooms will get, because that's where the higher-ups in the church would have been. So the next three floors would be dormitories, more extravagant, the higher we got up. Yep. So if you were a magical artifact that wanted to be, that gets lost all the time, or somewhere here, where would you be? Roscoe thinks for a moment. And goes, best guess? I would like to be someplace people have not gone to in a while. Well, let's go to the crypt then, I guess, once we're done mapping this out. I should clarify. By lost, I mean lost to the person who previously possessed it. Oh, okay. Okay. But, well, still. What it wants is to be destroyed. Yeah, it wants to be destroyed, but whenever, yeah. Well, Roscoe says, I'll tell you what we do. We'll finish mapping out this first floor, but we will go to the crypt next before we go upstairs. Well, it's only... How how deep could a crypt be? I mean, given how big this building is... (laughs) Probably pretty deep. deep. Like Catacombs of France type big, I'm guessing. I don't know, actually. (laughs) That that place doesn't exist. Uh, I mean, I'm Um, saying that as a player, because you probably just jinxed us. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... As far as any of you know, either it was buried underneath the temple, or it might have been in the possession of one of the high priests. You you really don't know. Right. Well, I'm vaguely recalling something about my dream taking place in a place of death, so let's go to well, the crypt when we're done. The Blightwood. <laughs> eh, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> so through these open double doors, you see a room, which is... You're not in the room, so you can't see quite how wide it is, but it is large enough that, Rovarth, you cannot see the other end of it. This is a very big room. Mm-hmm. This is more than 120 feet long. Mm-hmm. All right, what what's in this room? All right, you guys head into the room. Yes. I'll, I'll walk in. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll walk in with Rovarf. I'll follow behind him. I imagine I'm up near the front. Yeah, I imagine you're right beside Rovarth. Mm-hmm. So you see this room is uh, about 40 feet wide, but based on the pews, the large tapestries hanging from the walls, this is probably a main worshipping area. Like this is where, because it's definitely large enough to hold mm, close to 100 parishioners at a time. I don't know if parishioner is the right word, but close to 100 people could be worshipping at one time in this room. And Rovarth, you you only have to get about 50 feet in, or actually about 70 feet in, to see that there are two doorways. So against the far wall is a large symbol to Alindra, mm-hmm. and there are two doorways on either side of it leading back, presumably some sort of back room. All right. And it actually looks like this might have been where the werewolves were layering based on the uh, leavings. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm going to investigate the back room. Okay. I'm going to make my way towards there. So there's one on the left and one on the right. I'm going to... They both lead north, but which one do you want to go to first? Go to the one on the left. Okay. You walk through the doorway and realize that both of these doorways are connected. Mm -hmm. There is a doorway almost immediately to your left when you walk into this small hallway. Mm-hmm. And there's also an alcove where it looks like they might have like washed things and anointed like anointed them back there before they presented them out. Oh, okay. Like depending on the ceremony. Because there, there's a large basin where water probably used to be. It's like a ceremonial prep room. Yeah. All right. When you look through the doorway, kind of immediately to your left... You see many, many people worth of bones. <laughs> That's a phrase. Uh, just kind of piled up in this 10-foot by 10-foot room. I'm going to assume that's where the werewolves were leaving their victims. That's a safe bet. All right. <laughs> but you can see that there is another little room that might have been a storage room. On, like, through the door to the left where the bones are? It, kind of on the opposite side of where the uh, prep area is. Okay. Well, I would like to just generically search this room for random stuff that just might catch my eye. The bone room? No, the the basin room. Okay. That little alcove. Yeah. Go ahead and roll perception. I want to look in the bone room. <laughs> okay. Of course, Go ahead and roll perception. <laughs> That's 12. There doesn't seem to be anything in this prep room of note okay i got a 15 the bone room is just bones no oh. some of the bones still have meat on them gross it's not it's not i'm not able to eat that right i mean i wouldn't recommend it okay cool that's a no <laughs> i'm telling you you can't eat that and i have no power <laughs> i thought we went you weren't you weren't here for this, Margo, but we went over why we don't eat random things left in random places. Oh. <laughs> well she was you see werewolves eat people. Yeah. Oh. Well I, I, she's not a person, she's an otter, so it's not You're cannibalism. Still a person. <laughs> oh my god. Do we need a uh, conversation? So 
So general rule is that any sapient creature is a person. <laughs> okay. I was say like like you're still eating beings with like human level thought. Okay. Well, they did have human level thought, oh. but you're not going to noodle dance your way into this argument. It's just <laughs> I will say if Roscoe or Flint kind of wanders over to that other room that isn't the bone room, Mm -hmm. you will see a large pile of coins and other treasures. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll wander over there. Now that you say coin and treasure, I'll look. Yes. All right. That's where I was going next. It's fine. Well, if you're ready, I'll go ahead and tell you what this room contains. Let's do it. Give us those stats. You find 700 copper pieces, Mm -hmm. 8,000 silver pieces, 3,000 gold pieces, nice, 60 platinum pieces, a bag of dust that, because you have already found one of these before, you recognize as dust of disappearance. Nice. A potion filled with an orange, like a a red-orange liquid. But there's this swirl of yellow Ooh. in it. Ooh. And you also find four pieces of art worth 250 gold each. And the main chamber itself is actually full of pieces of art that aren't really worth anything, but they do show they're there to depict glory, the glory of Alindra and the Alder Crown. Nice. You know, on one hand, I think that'd be really cool for Betton. On the other hand, it's, uh, you know what? Actually, no. Flint would have no compulsions. Just temple's dead, essentially. Like no one comes here. It's it's been far corrupted. It's mm-hmm. in yeah. the Blackwood. Yeah, like we like some of those art pieces. If we could stop on the way back, those might be. Benton might like those. I just go and put them in my backpack. Mm-hmm. I do not disagree with these sentiments. Yeah, we can just cut them out of the frames, kind of roll them up, and stick them in the bag with holding. Already done. Already done. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you guys can roll up some of the tapestries small enough that they could fit in the opening of a bag of holding. And if uh, Benton doesn't want them, I'm pretty sure any Church of Alindra would appreciate them. Yeah. Like I said, they're not really worth anything. They're not worth anything, but they might be decent to hold on to and see who would want them. Yeah, outside of their value as a like historical relic of this church... They're not worth anything. Yeah. No, I get that. I still think. But the only exit to this room is the double doors you guys came through. That's fair. Real quick. Can I cast identify in this potion to figure out what it is? Sure. Hey, guys, can we take 10 minutes? I want to see what this potion is if we can. I am curious mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Then I uh, do as ritual so I don't burn a spell slot. Okay. It is a potion of fire resistance. Oh, neat. Nice. Well, I don't need this. Right. Who wants and it? And you guys... <laughs> That's true. I mean, is it just something you drink and then you have it, or...? It only lasts for an hour. Oh. But if you know that you're going to encounter something, like if you know you're about to go fight a red dragon... Mm-hmm. If you're going to the elemental plane of fire... Oh, yeah. okay. For an hour. Ah, plufem, I believe is what I named it. Huh. Well, well, it might Roscoe... be good for Margot to have, because, you know, she's our frontliner. So she would probably take the brunt of the attack. Oh, true. And after a short rest, Rovarth can reset his armor. Yeah, so. Okay. 
I'll put that. And, and I normally keep it set to fire anyway, unless there's something else. Okay. All right. So when you guys walk out of those double doors, your options are to either go upstairs, go back east the way you came, or continue exploring the West Wing and, you know, ruining political discourse for the next 40 years. Well, I'm all for ruining political discourse, so uh, let's go west. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To the west. Um, True to what Roscoe noticed before, this seems to be a mirror of the other side. You immediately come across a door leading south, and if you open that door, you come across another 30-foot wide, 15-foot long storage room. This room has also been ransacked. Do we want to... Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go investigate the room for anything hidden. Because, you know, that's the best place to look for shiny things is the hidden corners. Perception. Can I roll perception? Yeah. 21 to investigate. I really like this gemstone. You don't find anything. It's just ruined furniture and trash. 26. Meh. Just ruined furniture and trash. Okay. But again, there's a doorway leading to the west. Keep on going. Yep. Okay. Go west. Uh, this appears to be a western pantry. This one is a bit more heavily ransacked than the eastern. Hmm. I not sure. I I'm not sure. I like yeah, that. Let's. Eh. No. And keep going. Okay. So again, you guys go through a small, fifteen foot by twenty foot room that separates the pantry from the kitchen. And another set of double doors that just lead out into the hallway you guys were just in. All right. And when you get into the kitchen, you see Margot has the highest passive perception. She would notice this. There is a an emerald sitting on one of the tables in this filthy and ransacked room. I mean, she's going to scamper over and pick it up, yelling about how pretty and sparkly it is. Uh, okay. Margot, that seems suspicious. Two. Late. The moment you pick it up, you realize it is cracked. Mm-hmm. And out of this crack, green lightning comes out, briefly surrounds you, and then dissipates. And that's it. No, okay. Now it's just an emerald worth about 10 gold. <laughs> it cracks out, and she, for a brief moment, is like, oh my. But then goes back to being like, well, it's, nothing's happening. And she just. Sticks it into our bag of holding. Uh, so can I cast detect magic? Sure. <laughs> Margo, bring that over. Bring this over to Flint for a moment, please. Not gonna take, take it. it I promise. Me. All right. Uh, can't. Okay, I cast it on the emerald. Well, you cast it on yourself, and then you look. It is no longer magical. Can I look at Margo to see if she's been cursed by something horrible? I don't think that's how detect magic works. Essentially, from what I was reading when I was transcribing all my spells to the PDF today, the new, yeah, it was like it activates for about ten minutes, and everything kind of has this magical aura if it's magical. I can't really tell what it is, but like I can see if there's like something magic going on. Okay, I mean, she doesn't seem to be magical in any way different than before, because <sighs> you know she has magic. Items all over her. <laughs> Ashley, for your knowledge as a player, mm-hmm. this is not something Margo would know, you now have lightning resistance. <gasps> Forever. Oh my god. 
<laughs> what? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Where do I put that on my character sheet? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. There's a place for resistances. I just don't know oh, where it you're is good. on that sheet. I will look for it. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Because she has cold resistance too. Mm-hmm. Because you are descended from water elementals. Yeah, I didn't know that till we were filling out the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's amazing. I'm so excited. And to save some time, there doesn't appear to be anything else of value in this room. Fantastic. Pester. Keep proceed. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you go through the uh, doorway leading north in this kitchen, and you see, just like you did on the other side, a spiral staircase leading up and the hallway that you came out of. So is there any room on the western area that we've ignored? It looks like there hasn't. There isn't. Then I guess if we're all in agreement, we should go to the crypt. I'm in agreement with the crypt. I have no complaint so far. (laughs) You have no disagreement? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Look, I know it's going to be bad, but... I don't like that but, but okay, we'll go down. (laughs) You know, when someone says but... Yeah, well, you know what? Sergeant Wen likes that but. (laughs) Ah! Uh, you know what? You know why that butt's so good at getting jobs? Because that ass don't quit. <laughs> I miss you guys just puns. are making butt jokes, and just Flint looks just looks at you so disappointed. Like, look, when you make butt jokes, you have to get a little cheeky. Okay, gotta get. <laughs> All right, yeah, you guys. We go through secret door. You go through these staircases, and you. It leads about 30 feet down, mm-hmm. and it opens up into like this weird kind of Y-shaped hallway. And at the, at the crooks of the Y, you can see the other stairway that you didn't go down. And you also see a pool of water in a little alcove to the north that has long since stagnated. And I think, Rovarth, that your vision... Yeah, your vision is long enough to see... Well, all of you can see that there is a light (coughs) coming from a green flame in the center of a room a little under 100 feet down this hallway. Okay. Mm. Hmm. It is a leg of this Y-shaped hallway, which leads towards that green light, is 10 feet wide. So basically, one of... The ends of the Y is the stairs we went down. The other end is the other stairs we saw. And the last end is where this flame is at? Yes. All right. Then do we want to check out the stagnant water or is it just regular stagnant water, do we think? Flint could use detect magic. Yeah, I can do that. Detect magic. It seems to just be stagnant water. Then let's go talk to fire. I don't like the way you said that, but okay. Look, we also as we get closer to the water, I kind of comment that water smells kind of gross. Flint, you can see that the fire is magical, and if you want to take a second to roll Arcana, you might be able to figure out what kind of magic. I would like to. <laughs> that was a natural twenty, so in total twenty-seven. I'm not sure what school of magic it would be. Probably abjuration. But it's just an eternal flame, 
it doesn't produce heat. It only produces light. And once it's created, it just stays there. Oh. Oh, it's an eternal flame. Oh, fascinating. It's just just here. Neat. And you can see, now that you're in this room, it is is an octagonal room, about 30 feet across to the north. So to the north is the hallway you came from. To the northwest is a hallway. To the northeast is a hallway. To the west is a 15-foot long hallway that leads to clearly a small crypt and same to the east. I think all of you have enough dark vision to see that the hallways to the northeast and northwest also lead to crypts, but your your angle is wrong to be able to see any more than that. Yeah, I believe so. Then do we see anything in front of us or is the room too big? Like the... Oh, to the... No, there, there's... It's just walls. Okay, to the to south, the, it's uh, just south, wall. southeast, and... Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. So, we have a little scrambling through graves? Because I'm not sure I am I was, right now. Uh, I'm down. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, so, uh, which crypt are we going to first? You say that, Justice Flint goes, so... At the risk of eternal damnation, what... Which crypt are we going through? I'm already damned. Let's do it. Can I roll a perception check? I. I mean, wh- I don't. I want to know where you're going. Are we going? Are just searching this room. Are we? Aren't <laughs> we going into one of the crypts that are off this room, or no? Well, there are four options. Oh. <laughs> I just heard crypt and was like, I want to do that. <laughs> no, there's a small crypt to the east and west, mm-hmm. and what might be longer crypts. To the northeast and south uh, and northwest. So the hallways to the east and west are only 15 feet long. The other two hallways are 30 feet before you actually enter the crypt. Let's, let's knock the smaller ones out of the way yeah. first, and then we can get to the longer ones. Yeah, that was so, what I was thinking. So too. the smaller ones are east and west, you said? Yep. I recommend we go east first, and then we go west. Awesome. Remember, Flint, we already raided a crypt before. Yeah, but that place wasn't holy. I mean, this one's been corrupted. So, it was holy uh, to the people that built it. Yeah, it wasn't holy to you. <laughs> well, I mean, they, that that other crypt also had a dude, also had like you know, an active. Yeah, cult but we met the tomb it. guardians. The I, tomb guardians helped us. I understand your reservations, Flint, but we have a job to do, and that job involves searching every stone we have to. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is the fun one. Let's do it. Can I roll perception? And Margo, please cut down the enthusiasm just a bit. <laughs> so you guys I don't went think that's east. possible. We went east. Yes. So this room, the room itself is 20 feet by 20 feet with four columns supporting the ceiling above it. And there are four sarcophagi laying on the ground. Or not, well, yeah, laying on the ground off the north and east walls. Mm -hmm. And all of you are able to see that there is a big old pressure plate right in the center of the room. I take it we should avoid that. Yep. Okay. Yes, um, avoid the pressure plate. Also, just because you only see one pressure plate doesn't mean there isn't other things waiting for us, so be cautious. Mm -hmm. Of course. (laughs) So what, what are you guys doing? I'm going to roll perception to see if there's any other traps in the room. Okay. 
All right, and I got 17. Nope, the only trap in the room is the uh, large pressure plate in the center. Okay. If she's done with that, I would like to investigate the sarcophagi. Okay. So are you just looking at them? Are you going to take a crowbar and crack them open? What are you doing? I mean, Flint tries to take a crowbar to them, but I mean, I uh, I got an 11, so I'm not sure I'm going to do great. Well, that's just searching. Yeah. Cracking them open is a whole different thing. I just need to know what you are doing. I imagine he would try to crack them open, yeah. Okay, make a strength check with advantage. So that was a natural 20. <laughs> cool. Oh, sweet. I'll just use that for all of them. Yeah, you crack them open and they're just mummified corpses. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, if I just see mummified corpses, I'm just going to, after I open them up and kind of check them out, I'm just going to close the lid again. You're definitely going to need Rovarth's help. Yeah, that. I got it. <laughs> Rovarth, help. Opening them is a hell of a lot easier than closing them. Because these are stone sarcophagus. Oh, God, so they're heavy as they're, shit. They're not coffins. Yeah, they're they're sarcophagus, not coffins. I will assist. All right. Yeah, it, it takes you guys a while, but there doesn't appear to be anything of value in this room. I imagine Margo is very upset. Don't worry, Margo. We'll find something in the opposite room. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Just, just be careful of the plate. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 Don't go charging in blindly. Watch for traps. All right. You guys enter. It's it's a mirror of the other one. There's no pressure plate on this one, however. Oh. You do see that a couple of the sarcophagi have this weird yellow mold growing on them. Hmm. Hmm. Would the mold be a nature check? Yes. All right. Let's see what I can do here. 21. That is yellow mold. Accurate to its name, however, it is highly toxic, and if touched, it does release a deadly poison. And it's oh. on all four of them? No, just two of them. Just two there, of- are eight, there are eight sarcophagus. Okay, I understand, I understand. Yeah. Leave the ones with the mold alone. It is very toxic. Okay. Margo, do you understand? Leave the yellow mold alone. I do. Mold's gross anyways. I don't want to touch that. So we have... Roscoe actually laughs and goes, We have established the boundaries for Margo. Corpses, yes. Yellow mold, no. I mean, corpses don't generally tend to reach back and try to kill you unless they're enchanted. Roscoe goes, Flint, I was about to politely correct you until you added the enchanted part. I'm not sure that I would consider zombies, mummies, or vampires enchanted. Well, clearly they're coming up with Matt. Well, clearly they were created with some sort of magical bullshit, so... Nah, I'd say they're disenchanted. Or they're just really motivated to just get keep going on. Yeah, like the Revenant right. that tried to kill, that tried to kill uh, Rovarth. Let's not bring that up. <laughs> it's somewhere in the jungle. Don't worry about it. It's gonna come back and stab you. Anyways, like, uh, let's go investigate the coffins that are not covered in gross yellow shit. Okay. Sarcophagus. Sarcophagi. Uh, once again, I'm gonna try to crack them open if I can. So that was a 14. You're able to get the lid up, but not off. Uh, Rovarth. 
Yeah. Please help me. <laughs> waddle I, my way over there. I have noodle waddle, arms. Waddle, waddle. We've been doing push-up training, but I am still noodles. All right. And I go and take the crowbar and try and pry the, sir, the sarcophagi lid off. Mm-hmm. Is that the same roll? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 18 was the highest, so that would be okay. 19. Yeah, you're able to crack them open. And same thing as before, just a bunch of mummified corpses. All right, well, this is making me feel awful for desecrating the dead, and I'll proceed to put them back. <laughs> I'll help. All right, so where do you go next? Well, the small rooms are done. We're going to larger crypts. Okay, you have two. Let's go northwest. All right, that's good to me. Okay. So, this room is, in total, it is 50 feet by 55 feet. And it contains 62 sarcophagus carefully arranged. That, oh, man, that's so many people. So, you guys enter the room. There's a five-foot hallway 25 feet to the west, four feet to the east, and... 55 feet north and every five feet to the east or west is a sarcophagus facing north and south so like lengthwise north and south does that make sense yeah yes so there's a lot of sarcophagus (laughs) yes and you guys are only going to be able to move single file okay did you give us a count on the sarcophagus or can i try to number it you can roll intelligence to see if you can really... I, I did say, but there's actually no reason you guys would know that. Yeah, well, I got a nat 20. You're pretty sure, based on the way this room is constructed, there's probably going to be 62. Roscoe sighs from and goes, Rovar, Flint, Margo, there are 62 in here. We have two options. We can search them or not, because quite well, frankly, 62 is a lot. Doesn't the... Wouldn't the monostone be magic? We can just, does detect magic, I'll ask Flint, does detect magic work through uh, stone? Can I cast Arcana to know that? I mean, roll Arcana. You mean roll Arcana? Roll Arcana, <laughs> yeah, that thing, words. No, because I'll, I'll just give this to you because you are so familiar with that spell. It does not work through one foot of stone, an inch of metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. You know that each of these sarcophagus are less than a foot thick. So that would work. Awesome. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to like see through the walls, but you'd be able to see through the sarcophagus. And that was yeah. my idea. I mean, I'll, I'll be able to see through the sarcophagus, sarcophagus but I'm not going to see that's through the walls. That's all we need. Okay. Yep. Well, then I, uh, well, then I activate it, and we have a 10-minute window. Okay. So because you guys uh, have to move single file, I need to know what your marching order is. Robarth first. Okay. I'll have Flint going second. Margo will be okay. third. All right. Actually, Margo, actually, Margo, you go last in case something comes up behind us. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, I'll be at the back. All righty. Turtle formation, guys. <laughs> no, it's a, real, it's a real formation. Yeah, I know. The, the Romans used it. Anyway. So you search this first kind of hallway and flint you don't see anything however rovarth when you enter the uh middle of this chamber Mm -hmm. basically the next branching hallway you 
suddenly create making themselves very visible are two wraiths. <sighs> All right. And with that, this episode is over. You guys got pluggables? I have Twitter and Instagram and a TikTok, all are elvenly underscore E. I scream about things. I post art occasionally. I'm trying to get back on that, but it's kind of hard because school at the time we're recording this. But uh, yeah, stay beautiful. Make sure to vote. I, oh, it's yeah. probably too late, but like, yeah, still, it's important. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. I have a YouTube that is uh, Aracel space P-R-I-M-E. It's E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E. Where uh, I play various RPGs and stuff. Um, at this point, yeah, because this airs after November. Yes. So at this point, Cyberpunk should be out, barring any delays, and I should have a couple of videos on it. So yeah. And I did mean to interrupt you. I just forgot to do so. You can find me on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary, Jerry spelled J E R I. And Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer. I talk about wrestling, post cute outfits, gardening, cooking, random bad jokes, sometimes pet pictures. Have fun following me. Thank you. I'm Ashley. You can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram under Am Cosplay Clean. And pardon me while I hang off this cliffhanger and scream eternally. <sighs> Here go. <laughs> oh, right. Me. Uh, you can find me not really paying attention to what's going on at uh, royalartisanprops.com. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this part of our Tale Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.